G'day and welcome to Nerd Sub. <laughs> welcome to Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. And I'm Edwina. I probably should restart this, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, welcome to our Once More With Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, we are up to season three, episode 10. Amends. 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 Uh, this episode first aired December 15th, 1998, written and directed by Joss Vidan. Whedon. 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 Or Jose Whedon. Jose Whedon. <laughs> Jose. Jose Whedon. Jose Whedon. Jose Whedon. Yes, Eddie, what have you got? Uh, this is a full spoiler podcast. Oh, yes. yep. I'm a huge fa- fan of the. We just start again. No, we just keep on going. <laughs> oh, we're rolling. We're rolling. Still going with it. All right. Um, this is a full spoiler podcast. I am a huge fan of the show, but Jared has never watched it all the way through, and I'm trying to prove that it is. I don't care. Time. Yeah. Uh, this one's a bit of a slog for me. I don't know. Yeah, after last week's episode. Um, yeah, it was a bit meh for me. Meh. Meh. Yeah, meh. What about you? Uh, you know, as as the Joss Whedon written directed episodes go, this is definitely on the lower end of the scale. Right. Um, like it, it's not a bad episode, but I I find this one a little self indulgent. Ooh, okay, yeah. right. You really read it, read into these sometimes, Eddie, don't you? I really, I, I'm just kind of on the surface level of of uh, this show when yeah. I watch it. And uh, you get pretty deep with us. I suppose you've seen it a few times and you know what's going on well, and you can see well, the subtext. Well, the thing is, is that this is, it was meant, it's a it's a backdoor pilot pretty much for the TV series Angel hmm. to spin off. A backdoor pilot. So like where a TV show does an episode hmm. and all of it, like CSI used to do it all the time. Hmm. Sounds like some sort of aviator gay porn anyway. <laughs> Um, Supernatural has tried to do it a number of times and it's pretty much you introduce like pretty much a, like the way that this one has been done has been very subtle. They haven't introduced any new characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like in most shows, um, I remember that, uh, what was that? Persons of interest. The second last episode, they did something similar. Yeah. Where they brought back these ensemble of characters and they even had a little moment where they stood and looked at each other saying, oh, what do we get? Where do we go from here now? Yeah. Almost so they're going to continue on with something else, but uh, it never eventuated. Yeah. Um, Supernatural do it all the time. Like I think they tried it three or four times and it never went. Never caught never, on. So, never so caught it's, on. it's almost like a pilot, mini pilot in, in a continuing yeah, series. Um, I think the first time I ever saw, like I think Bones did it and – I think I'd sort of cottoned on because at that point CSI were doing it all the time because they s- spun off so many different yeah um, shows, uh, and that was always obvious when they were doing the spin-off because <laughs> they would introduce this cast of new characters. I can remember like that girl with that funny accent actually stopped and said, "Oh, sorry, I forgot to in- introduce myself." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly. And midway through a conversation, uh, yeah. So yeah, I've definitely seen that been done before. Yeah. yeah um, but I remember it being done for. It was in Bones. It was for a TV series called The Finder, and it was just so blaringly obvious because they bought in these. Um, they bought in like an entire new cast, pretty much. It follows someone else. It doesn't follow the main. The actual series regulars of Bones are barely in the episode. So they're kind of the B plot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
And that's generally what happens is that they'll focus on this other ensemble of characters and, you know, your main characters are just the B-plot. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, this is, yeah. This version. is the backdoor pilot. <laughs> yeah. Did you back- make up that term or was that? No, no, I've heard uh, it being used quite yeah? often, yeah. I think I've heard it first from watching some YouTube clip on, there's an episode of The Office <laughs> that, okay. was me- that was meant to be um, a, a spin-off. That it just never amounted to yeah. anything. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe yeah. you should do the summary. <laughs> All right, we get, oh yeah, we're right halfway through the episode. Haven't done the summary. It's like that. It's like that thing where they do ten minutes of the of the oh, uh, alias. <laughs> they do the intro ten minutes into the show. Yeah, alias was really. <laughs> well, it's not really an intro. It. So, all right, uh, let's get this out the way. Ooh, short one, this one. It is Christmas in Sunnydale, and Angel is haunted with dreams of the people he murdered over the years as Angelus. Visions of his past victims, including Jenny Callender, appear to him. When Buffy starts getting dragged into his memory nightmares, experiencing Angel's dreams also, they realise something unnatural is happening. Angel's visions develop and try to get him to kill Buffy, saying that he will be released from pain if he does so. Angel cannot bring himself to do this, so instead he opts to kill himself by standing on a hill and waiting for the sun to come up. Meanwhile, Oz tells Willow that he is willing to give their relationship another chance, while Cordelia is not as forgiving and resumes her previously hostile ways towards the Scooby gang. Buffy and Giles figure out that the first evil has been driving Angel insane. Buffy finds the bringers and pummels them. After the first appears to her, informing her that she cannot possibly fight it, and that Angel is about to be destroyed by the dawn's light, she runs to his mansion to stop him. Oz goes to Willow's house to watch videos only to find her dressed up and playing Barry White's music, intending to sleep with him. Oz appreciates the jester, but explains to Willow that he wants their first time to be special rather than just a way for her to try and make things up to him. Buffy, who invited and ordered Faith to watch Joyce, finds Angel atop a hill behind the mansion awaiting sunrise. However, the heat wave from which Sunnydale has been suffering abruptly ends and the first flakes of snow start to fall. With the weather report saying the sun should not be expected to be seen all that day, Angel and Buffy take a walk through the town. Very lovely scene. The end. Mm. Except there's no way in hell that snow was that thick that quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think most of it was asbestos. <laughs> And sitting on the ground, it did kind of mm. look like whipped cream or something. Yeah, uh, apparently they did have an actual heat wave when they were filming this. Uh, okay, and had to use fake snow because it was yeah. just melting. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think this episode's a bit of a take on Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, and you know the ghosts of the past. Yeah, I I didn't pick up on that to be honest. Really? Yeah, yeah I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't make that connection yeah. oh, at all. Okay. The only reason I say this as well is because it's it's the only Christmas episode and he's like Joss is renowned for being an atheist. So. Oh, we can yeah have to be uh, religious to enjoy Christmas though. I believe. True. True. Yeah. Well, we do we enjoy Christmas and we're not religious at all. Mm, I, I wouldn't say I enjoy it, but <laughs> <laughs> often referred to as stressmas. Stressmas, yes. Um. Yeah, so it's pretty much the only Christmas episode in the entire series. Hmm. So therefore, it ha- it needs to serve a purpose, and I think the purpose is to have a little bit of a take on 
Charles Dickens A Christmas Carol. Yeah, so you got the ghosts of Christmas past and uh his present. And his present. Did he see his death? Um whose death? His own death. Like, doesn't he doesn't he see well, his he death? Well, he goes to kill himself. Like oh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's his death, yep. Yeah. Like he's he's quite determined to go kill himself. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's why I was sort of thinking that way. Um, the issue that I have, the biggest issue with this episode that I have, and it just always sticks in my mind when I come back to this episode, because <laughs> I kind of get this episode confused with Lovers Walk sometimes, and I, I think it's mm. I don't know why. Um. Uh, it's Buffy's fringe. It's, it's, her, it's the micro bangs. I thought you were going to talk about something else in the story. It's, it's, her, it's her hair. It's her hair. Right, okay. I think something superficial like that. Right. So superficial, but it's honestly the worst haircut in the entire, like she, like she has numerous hairstyles and haircuts throughout the series. Yeah. And this is the one, it is the worst one. Right. I didn't even notice that either. And it's often commented on. Sorry, okay. I should have said, like, I think it's called a baby bang in America. They call it baby bangs. Okay. Which is like this very, very short fringe. Okay. Um, I call it a micro bang, or a micro fringe. Right. Um, I think that's what they called them here. Did that Monica Lewinsky have one of those sort of hairdos, I think? No, no, because it's like where it's, it's, it's not like just, a normal, so it's not like a normal fringe, which right. comes to like your eyebrows. It's like, like right. Uh, okay. Mid, but, mid on your forehead. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're pointing mid- to. No one knows what you're pointing at. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like middle of your forehead situation. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's sometimes even higher than that. Hmm. Um, oh, we can get a little bit deep and meaningful. Oh, can and, we? Yeah. And Let's. This, and this is, you know, Angel has an existential crisis. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, being haunted by all these ghosts of his past. Mm. Um, you know, he's just asking the questions: Why am I here? Why am I brought back? What is mm. my purpose? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, and he goes to Giles for help, and that scene. Yeah, out of all people. But that scene is just amazing. Yeah. He's surprisingly cool about it, though. He does whip out the crossbow. No, but if you if you see the the look on his face, Anthony Stewart's head head's face when he answers the door. So that's mm. the first time that he's seen him since um since he's come back. Yeah. And the last time we saw him, he was torturing him. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, so you can forgive people f- they're not really. I know there's a yeah, yeah, the obvious difference between the character Angelus and Angel, but you forgive people when the person who was torturing you is standing in front of you asking for help, and people being a little conflicted with that. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. Well, as I said, everyone does seem to get confused. But like, I honestly think there's a big difference between. Uh. Like, because this also mentions him as a human. He was actually a horrible human mm, yeah. as well. Well, yeah, of his times, I guess he was quite normal, you know? Not really. No? Okay. No, he sort, no, like he was pretty much a like a millennial back then, like just <laughs> super privileged. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so he was privileged and spoilt. and a Bohemian, is that what Bohemian? 
No, no, no. Further back than that. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think his family was wealthy, so he just used to spend his nights whoring and... Oh, drinking. Drinking and... Drinking and whoring. Yeah. Yeah. It was a terrible disappointment to your parents. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, he was a lovely guy and he probably would have... And the truth is, yeah, he probably would have died of syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Which you find out is exactly what um, Dala was dying of when she was turned into a vampire. Uh. <laughs> um. So I was reading that uh, the actress who played Miss Calendar, I've forgotten her uh, name. Yeah, uh, Rabia. Rabia, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she was apparently astounded to be uh, back in the show, uh, but wasn't happy to find out that she basically sort of played the devil, considering she's actually a born-again Christian. So what? She's an actress. <laughs> she's yeah. an actress. That's what you do. You act. Yeah. You act. Yeah. Apparently. I, I hate I hate this this actor's kind of, like, uh, I know it comes up a lot with um, m- like mentally handicapped people. people. Like, yeah. how dare you, like, um, like recently there was a movie um, and they cast a an actress in the role of a girl that had autism. Yeah. <laughs> and quite severe autism. Um, but you couldn't, and everyone was up in arms about it. Because mm. they were like, oh, you should have gotten a autistic person to mm, play the role. That could have been difficult. I mean, oh, yeah. It makes me wonder, remember What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. Like, that movie just wouldn't fly now, would it? Like no. That made uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's career. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, d- playing a you know a person with a mental disability. Again, playing an autistic person. Yeah. But you kind of wonder, like, I mean, to have someone in that who has that disability to act out scenes, like, I'm not saying autistic people can't, can't act, but when they have a severe disability or someone is meant to be a, have a severe disability, you kind of think, it might be sort of limited to what they can do, yes, you know, because exactly. they have a, their disability, you know, yeah. um, and that's part of acting. Is but it's now this real politically incorrect Well, it thing, seems though. taboo, doesn't it? And I, I'm not, I don't know, it's a, I suppose it depends on the, default, on the performance. If they're acting like what you people think people act, you I know, if, that, if it's mockingly. I think, I think that's the other thing, like, though it's not, it wasn't done mockingly, but. And it was a very uneducated approach. Now, there was that movie with Johnny Knoxville when he tried to compete in a Special Olympics or something like that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it didn't do very well. I've never seen it before, but I think something Cartman did very similarly in uh, an episode of South Park. Okay. Uh, and he acted like you know the the duh sort of version of that you know stereotypical way of how people think and but the f- the funny part was that he was getting his ass kicked because yes, they were yeah. actually really good because <laughs> yes. yeah. he thought he could just you know go in and kick ass but uh yeah it was proved otherwise yes which uh, we mentioned once before with that uh that british actor who who was is gay uh I can't remember his name uh yeah um Wentworth Miller. Yeah, and apparently he doesn't want to play straight characters anymore. Yeah, then I was watching a movie with him in it the other night called The Loft, and it actually would have worked better if he was a gay character. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was actually watching it going, oh, I think he's actually like, yeah, and then no, it turned out he was actually in 
like had a crush on a girl that was ignoring him. Oh, so he's not doing it then? Or is this an older movie? No, it seemed pretty recent. Oh, okay. So maybe that's... Is there any truth to that or what? Maybe that was just something someone said or... Uh, yeah, I'm guessing it was hearsay because I was I was fully expecting him to be gay and then he wasn't. All right, yeah, that's distracting. <laughs> like, like I was fully expecting him to, yeah, and it, and actually it would have fitted perfectly into the mm. plot line. And is that actress um, Kitty from uh, X Men? I can't remember her name now. She's she's changed sex. She identifies as a male now. Oh, Juno. The yeah, yeah, and something about her not wanting to play female roles anymore anymore. Okay. Well, I don't know whether that was true or not, but I remember people stating that maybe they could write in her transition into the show Umbrella Academy, which is a really good show if you haven't seen. I'm like, but that's that's not really the, the actors' lives should be written into the show. Mm. I feel like that's when you're kind of losing. You know, your actors are there to stand and talk. You know, and not dictate, you know, even though most often they usually do sort of dictate the show. Once they get more power and once they get more credibility, they end up becoming producers and stuff like that. So I suppose it's inevitable anyway, but yeah. Uh, what are we talking about again? Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you brought up the fact that she was like, ooh, I can't be, I can't play. Like, I, I didn't realize I was playing in the devil. Yeah, yeah. And but that offen- was that. And it's offensive yeah. to me because but you were playing a witch. On a show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> well, who knows whether that's true or a not. Te- you know, that, that could te- be hearsay. You should say techno pagan. I just think it's hearsay, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Because she was already, she was a tech, she called techno herself pagan. a techno pagan. <laughs> if she was, you know, and then going on a bit, like the devil's never mentioned in Buffy. Yeah. Well, I think it's heavily implied. So the first, the first is just meant to be like a pure, pure evil. Yeah, like a energy, basically. Yes, yeah, pretty sentient much. energy. Yeah, yeah. So it's not actually a physical thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't like when when you say she was upset because she's playing a form of the devil, and it's like, well, no, it's not actually. No. All right. Uh, moving on. Um. Can we talk about Xander, uh, not Xander, um, Oz? Yes, we can talk about Oz. And again, we have a scene mm-hmm. with him being far too emotionally uh, mature. Yeah. Far too emotionally mature for what he's doing where he has his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Though she's, she's, you know, pretty much offering to have sex. Yeah. You know, saying that she wants to have sex. But because it's for the wrong reason, mm, yeah, <laughs> he rejects it. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether. Yeah. Well, he's not a teenage boy, so <laughs> none of them are teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a, a teenage guy passing up sex. I mean, yeah. Unrealistic. Unrealistic. Unwatchable. Yeah, probably the most unrealistic part of this this episode. <laughs> um, but it did make me think. That you know, they do say that Joss um wrote Xander as like an insert character. So Xander's slightly based on Joss Whedon. But I think Oz is who Joss Whedon wishes he was. Yeah. I think I do too, actually. Seth Green's pretty cool. Yeah, but he's just you know, you talk about your Mary you Mary Sue who's just mm. good at everything. That's odd. Like, he just never does anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could say that. Mary Sue, yeah. 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 He's just, you know, 
Always got the right thing to say, hasn't yeah. he? Super smart. Mm. You know, he plays in a band, so he's got the cool factor. Yeah. <laughs> he has that sort of stoic coolness going for him. Yeah. Um, and really cool hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I reckon he's written as the character you want to be. Yeah. Um, Now, the reason for the snowfall at well, the end. The reason for it? Yes. Oh. So, and this goes more into Angel, the TV series as well, because I was reading up a theory. Like, there's lots of theories behind um, this, because it doesn't really make, a, like, actually a lot of sense. Why does why does the first bring Angel back? So, so it is the first that did it? Is that? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I missed that. Is that yeah. confirmed? Yeah. So, it's confirmed that the first brought Angel back from the Hell Dimension. Uh, but it's not really saying like uh, I was always. It's always fairly foggy as to what the reason for that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of thinking after this episode that it's it's, um, he's come back so that she can or it can manipulate him to kill Buffy. Right. Why would it feel threatened by Buffy? Um. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Why would it care? Exactly. But Mm. it is an evil and Buffy is doing good. All right. So just for... Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But there is also prophecies and things revolving around Angel. Mm. Here Um, we go. The prophecies again. Yeah. So there's these prophecies in Angel. So maybe the first is privy to that. Mm. So, But you don't know what side Angel's meant to be on. Right. Okay. So could be that. You don't yeah. know. So what um, then why did it snow? Yeah, so there are these beings called the powers that be <laughs> in, in Angel. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, they can't control a lot, but that's perhaps something that they can control. So they made it snow. Yeah, they made it snow. Okay, that was nice of them. Yes. <laughs> but, they, but by making it snow, it's kind of uh, saved uh, Angel? Yeah, it saves him. Oh, so they did it to save him? Yes. Okay, so they're good guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they kind of sound evil. The powers that be. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're good. Oh, they're good. All right. Yeah, they, they um, in that's what Angel is based around, is that they use Angel to do their bidding. Right. Oh, okay. So, all right, they kind of sound malevolent, almost. <laughs> the powers <laughs> they, that be. They are perhaps slightly. Yeah. <laughs> it right. turns out, but you all know, right. yeah, you don't know that yet. Yeah. So. Then the miracle that happens at the end is... So he's able to walk around in a, day, in a daylight then? Well, you know, when it snows, it, you, you know, yeah, there's, there's no casting. there's yeah. no proper sun, like, um, you need proper sunlight. To, to so can you, can you run around in the shade? Like if it's raining, can you, can you walk around? Oh, you'll see, like in the, I think it's the next season where Spike's back and he just runs around in a blanket most of the time. Yeah. But I like, if it is raining, like, can he walk around? Do they... Push that envelope? Not really. No. Okay. They do a lot of indirect sunlight situations. Just standing right? in the shade. Sort yeah. Of thing. yeah. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> um, uh, you really, you really get a look into Xander's uh, home life in this episode. Like you kind of find, like you, that you sort of get little glimpses that his home life is actually not very good. Yeah, we don't, we don't see his parents, though, do we? Uh you do eventually. Oh, yeah. yeah. We haven't at this point. No. No. Um, but yeah, like but you kind of find out that yeah, 
Things are not good. Well, uh, Cordelia said something about because he says he likes to sleep outside on Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's and she said, oh, it's because you don't want to hear your parents screaming at each, yeah. at each other when they're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> your family yeah. is drunk and fights. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of Cordelia, she was quite snarky in this too, wasn't she? This yeah. Episode. She, she's back to old form. Yeah. 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 So she's out of the gang and back with the click. Well, she didn't sound like she, she was with the She click. wasn't really back with the click. But she's going to Aspen where there's real snow. Actual snow. Actual snow. Yeah. And sweaty Dale. But yeah, so in... You know, Xander does get his little amends, I suppose, to speak as as well to Buffy and his behaviour towards Angel. Mm. And he helps. But then again, I don't know whether he's just helping <laughs> helping so that he doesn't be at, doesn't have to be at home with his drunk fighting parents yeah. and family. Um had you seen this episode? No. No. So I've only seen one episode. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> um, and did you go down any rabbit hole? Um, yeah, I guess so. Um, Barry White. Really, you Barry White. <clears throat> Barry White. You remember Barry White? I do know who Barry you White. People make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, oh, you mean Barry White from The Simpsons? From The Simpsons. Um. I didn't realise how long he's, he's been. He's passed away. Two thousand three, he died. Um, he was only in his fifties. Uh, it's quite sad. It's, um, oh, if you love his smooth music and smooth voice, uh, yeah, that was um, just reading about him. And what interesting fact did you find out about Barry White? Uh, no, not really. Other, other than he loves the soothing, smooth sound of a s- <laughs> sexy slithering snake. Oh yeah. Um, so, no, it was just really that. And then uh, I got me on to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. How did you get there? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yay. Uh, you know all those stars that they have in Hollywood? Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm very aware when I had to recreate some of those yeah. on stage. 2,690 of them there are. Wow. Uh, it'd be amazing that probably most of those people know one of <laughs> people have never heard of. Um, yeah, because they are, you know. In beautiful pink, what is it, that terrazzo? Yeah, yeah, with the brass and all that. Um, yeah, I was just sort of reading up about that. Um, what sort of caught my eye on it was um, the unique ones and unusual ones. Uh, so there's lots with uh, just one name, stars. Okay. Yeah, like Pink, Liberace, and Roseanne. Oh, and Slash. Oh, slash. Yeah, Slash has a, has one. Um, there are a few doubles of people with the same name. Oh. There's a couple of Harrison Fords. Oh. <laughs> Though the Harrison Ford was a silent film actor, so I don't think any any relation. Uh, some have multiple stars. Like okay. all the Beatles have their own stars, and they have one as the Beatles. Okay. Uh, Michael Jackson has a cu- uh, a couple as well as himself and as a Jackson Five. Um, and there's lots of uh, there was a few errors with their their names being spelt wrong. Uh, Julia Lewis Dreyfus had a name spelt wrong on her star. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently Dick Van Dyke as well. Um, yeah, I've I've actually seen them before. I have been to LA before, and I remember like going on the stars. And, so is it like in Pretty Woman where there's lots of like um. Prostitutes? Uh, I didn't notice the prostitutes, though. I wasn't looking, and it was during the day. So <laughs> um, stay away from the day hookers, eh? 
fictional characters. There's lots of fictional characters. Mickey Mouse. Uh, Godzilla has one. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman has one. Lassie. Okay. Uh, Rin Tin Tin. That's the German shepherd dog that fought the Nazis. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Muppets have one. Uh, Kermit ha- has one. And Big Bird has one. Oh. Yeah. Um, everyone keeps trashing Donald Trump's star. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of people have got sledgehammers and just smashed it a few times. That's happened oh. a, a, a number of times. Um, and the guy actually admitted one? to it. Uh, for TV, I guess. Okay. For the, yeah, the, he's an a apprentice show. Um, so maybe we can get one one day. <laughs> Somehow doubt that. Somehow doubt it. Yeah, really scraping the bottom of the barrel if we get one. Oh, you never know. But uh, yeah, no, that's about it. So pretty uneventful. <laughs> A Hollywood Walk of Fame. Maybe we'll go there someday. Yeah, one day. One day when, when we allowed. win the lottery. When we win the lottery and we're or when, allowed. Or when out or of when our house. or when all this COVID shit is over. Which is sounding exactly the same as when we win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into question time. All right. Answer the question. Okay, Jared. Which character was your favourite? Uh, I couldn't really find one, to be honest. Uh, I did it's like hard for this episode. I did like it? seeing uh, Miss Calendar again. Yeah, I kind of like seeing Jenny again. Yeah. I don't know if I say it was a favourite, but I did like seeing her again. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I did write Buffy down. And it'll be, I, I wrote Giles down, but I was like, but I did like seeing Jenny again. Hmm. Yeah. If it's not really her character per se, but um, she's in there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, which character do you love to hate? And then I said Jenny Callender. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the for the first, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the first. Yes. Yeah, the the taunter. The taunter. The taunter. Yeah, I like that. The taunter. Can't really do much other than talk. Mm. Yeah, and then does that, that weird, scary ghost thing. You know. <laughs> Change into people. Um, she seems to know a lot as well. So, um, what was the most memorable fight scene? There's not really any fight scenes. There were... Only that one with the priest, but it wasn't really that memorable. Um, mm. That's about all I could really come up with. Yeah, so I went with the scene with Buffy and Angel, and they're in the bedroom. It's not really a fight scene. It's sort of a verbal. It looks like he's about to attack her, though. Like he's like he's he's saying he's saying to her to stay away from him. Um, but it's shot in this way that it's like focusing on her neck. Yeah. <laughs> like as he's talking. <laughs> and then he looks at the bed as well. Yeah. So I don't know what he was thinking there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, this very intense, mm. weird scene, and it's shot in this way that yeah, kind of yeah implies he, that he's uh, he's he wants to really hurt her. Yeah, and he comes over to tell her not to come come and see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like writing. Do not read this note. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, that that that's actually a completely perfect way of <laughs> describing it. Which is why I'm like, I don't think he was entirely there to say stay away. Like, I I think he didn't really know what he was gonna do. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go with LOL moment. 
I think when Buffy was talking about, oh, I'm having all these dreams with uh, Angel and, you know, they're all like quite sexual dreams. It's like, what are the dreams about? It's like, well, that's not really important right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Jesus. You brought it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine's the one with the first going, you think you can fight me? I'm not a demon, little girl. I am something you can't even conceive. The first evil beyond sin, beyond death. I am the thing the darkness fears. You'll never ever, you'll never see me. I am everywhere. What is it? You will never see me, but I am everywhere. Every being, every thought, every drop of hate. Buffy interrupts with, all right, I get it. You're evil. Do we have to chat about it all day? And that gets rid of it. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it did work. It got rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Scared her off. That's how Buffy got rid of her. Just gave her some sass. Yeah. Anyway. Favourite scene. Yeah, the Giles and Angel meeting for the first time. Yeah, that's what I have as yeah. well. It's something about that. Yeah, the way that he just walks into the other room and Angel's kind of like, I can't I can't um come in unless you invite me and he's just like, I know, and then points the crossbow at him. But also that, that scene where all of a sudden Jenny appears <laughs> as well. And you, you're not quite sure what's, what's happening at that point. And Giles gets some very good one-liners in there. Um, and there's a lot of Angel going, I need to know why I'm here and why I was brought back. And, mm. Yeah. Yeah, the ex- existential yeah. crisis is still yeah. tearing him apart. Yeah. yeah. Angel, Angel having get, trying to get his answers to... The big life questions from from Giles, pretty mm. much. Um, okay, what was your least favourite scene? Oh, the Oz and Willow. Yeah, I've got that too. There's something kind of weird about the way that she had, um, I think it's like Mountain Dew or something. Yeah. In an ice bucket. <laughs> an ice bucket? I didn't yeah. notice that. Yeah. There's like a little, like a, like. I don't know what what you call them, but you normally put, put champagne. Put champagne, yeah, yeah. Put champagne or wine. Showing in her innocence. And she had like mountain dew. <laughs> crab juice, please. Oh, come on, real teenage would actually have wine in there. Yeah. <laughs> Spirits. It's random heavy stuff. <laughs> um, favorite quote. Uh, yeah, I was going to go with uh, with Angel and Miss Calendar first meet, and uh, Angel says, uh, "You're not here." And Miss Calendar replies, I'm always here. <laughs> yeah, mine's going to be a little bit longer than that. Well, a bit longer than that? Oh, all right. Well, I was always going to quote the entire hilltop scene, but I'm just looking at it going, I think that's just going to be a little bit too indulgent. Yeah. Um. So I'm just going to do the last little bit with Angel going, Buffy, please. Just this once, let me be strong. And by strong, he means letting, it's like letting yeah. him die. Yeah. Um, and Buffy goes, strong is fighting. Strong is hard. And it's painful. And it's every day. It's what we have to do. And we do it together. But if you're too much of a coward for that, then burn. If I can't convince you that you belong in this world, then I don't know what can. But 
do not expect me to watch and don't expect me to mourn for you because, and then it starts snowing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not really funny, is it? No. Oh, sorry. And it walks. (laughs) But I, I do remember being a bit shocked that, that it just ends there. Like they just walk down the mountain holding yeah, hands. Yeah, it is a little jarring, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. very, very jarring. There's no sort of resolution to that conversation they have. Like yeah. Yeah. Uh, like he doesn't say he's not going to do it anymore. He just, they just start. It's like maybe something was cut out, maybe, or I don't know. Not it, really. Just, but it's that, quite that's abrupt. quite, but when, when they're on top of that hill, I kind of envision Joss Whedon when he's writing it. He's like congratulating himself on the back, going, "Oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever written ever." <laughs> <laughs> um, this is so philosophical. This is so good. This is this is thought provoking. <laughs> this has so much feeling and meaning in it. Um, you know, patting himself on on the back a little bit. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, so you don't agree with me? No, yeah, yeah that's what he's yeah, uh, yeah, because you're being sarcastic. <laughs> so I'm agreeing with your sarcasm. Am I being sarcastic? Yeah, you're saying he's patting himself on the back. Yeah. Okay. I'll cut that out. Um. Yeah. So that that that's what I meant about this. This episode is a little bit, and I think it's that scene that's very self indulgent. Yeah. Um. And melodramatic, like yeah. overly, overly melodramatic. Yeah, yeah. It really, it really was. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. Was sort of. He's all upset, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she eventually talks him down, but you don't know whether it was the snow or what Buffy actually said got through to him. Mm. Yeah, they just sort of stop arguing and then just go for a stroll. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. End of episode. That's how people uh, argue. Yes. So, and yeah, and that's how you stop suicidal people from committing suicide. Why, well, by making it snow? Yeah. Ah, yeah, of course. Or yelling at them, you know, you're a coward. Yeah, do a flip. <laughs> oh my god! All right, best Cordelia freakout moment. Well, she only had the one scene, didn't she? And she, she only really has the one line. Yeah, yeah quite it's nasty. The, it's the I'll be in Aspen yeah. with actual snow. Hmm. Um. Or oh, and the and the Xander line. She says, "Oh, you're." You'll be sleeping outside avoiding your parents again because they're drunk and arguing. Yeah. I thought you slept outside to avoid your family's drunken Christmas fights. Yeah. I was trying to work out why the hell he was sleeping outside. <laughs> That's yeah, they show the montage at the end of everyone what they're doing and they show him outside. Yeah. I'm like, what what the hell's he doing? Because he and was I, sleeping yeah, outside. I, I, yeah. yeah, I missed that. Oh, okay. Well, I got it in the second viewing. Okay. That's because you fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't watch this after the football. Um who gets the wooden spoon? Oh, Oz, man, dude, could have got laid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the first because I don't know the the motivation was a little unclear. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And then got scared away by Buffy going, "All right, already, mm. <laughs> you're evil, duh." <laughs> um. And who's the MVP of the episode? Well, I went with Buffy. Yeah, Buffy. Yeah. Or maybe the powers that be that make it snow. Well, we don't even know about that yet, so. 
Maybe it's it was Buffy, Buffy's Buffy, talking. Buffy and the powers that be. Okay. To join effort. Join effort. And last but not least, what do you rate this episode out of 10? I gave it four dead Christmas trees. Oh, you know, yes. Because they're dead Christmas. They're dead Christmas trees. They're conveniently placed. Hello, you there, boy. Me, sir? Yes, you, my good fellow. What day is today? Today? Why, it's Christmas Day, of course. <laughs> Christmas, Eddie. It's a Christmas episode. Maybe we should have done this during Christmas. It's only four months away. A bit late. <laughs> <laughs> well, the stuff is already in the shops, by the way. Yeah, well, they do it pretty much. Oh, September. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's plum pudding. I saw plum puddings and all the decorations mm. are on Ooh, that. I'd love so. some plum, plum pudding right about now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Your rating? Uh, yes. Mine is five out of ten angels on top again. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> Yeah, that really sort of uh, shook her <laughs> up. When she, angels on top again? Huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Good old Joyce. Oh, that's yeah. the other thing I didn't really mention was um, Faith was in this episode. Yeah. And Faith and Buffy sort of made amends. Oh, yes, they did. Yeah. 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 After what had happened in Revelations, she hasn't been in past mm. few episodes. No, yeah. We're, we're missing Faith. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, did you have anything else you wanted to add? I. Um. No, but I'm really not looking forward to the next episode. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Got me hyped. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh. Well, I think that's that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna sign off, aren't we? Yes. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. And you can find us on... TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group. And you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And be sure to like, share, subscribe, and do what Eddie said. Shout us a comment. And we will catch you next time. Take care. Bye. Oh, girl.